We have been booking it through chapter 19 here uh, in, in Genesis. And uh, we got down to verse 9. <clears throat> uh, we went through uh, pretty much verses 4 through 8 uh, about a week and a half ago. <clears throat> and, uh, and I think we kind of got the gist of what's going on there. But just, just to kind of bring us up to speed, in chapter 19, the first eight verses, we have uh, angels coming to uh, the city of, of Sodom as Lot sitting there at the gate. Uh, and, and Lot welcomes them, welcomes them in. Uh, you're pleading with them to stay the night with him. And I'm sorry, this earpiece is really bugging me today. Um, but, <clears throat> but Lot pleads with them to stay the night with him in his house. Um, and, and if you remember, the, the guest to begin with said, no, we're just going to stay out here in the, in the square. Uh, but Lot had, had urged them to, to stay in his house with him. And he fed them. And uh, starting in verse 4, we had the people coming uh, uh, to the house uh, and surrounding the house. And it, and it makes mention of all the men within the city coming to the house and they and they call out to Lot and tell him to to bring out those visitors that had come into the city uh, that they may know them uh, we talked about that knowing aspect uh, a fair amount but ultimately what we're looking at here is that they were wanting to have sexual relations with them and uh, and so Lot went out uh, went out of the house and, and, and spoke to the man and said, please don't do this evil thing, for this is to why I brought them under my roof, was to try to keep them safe. And we also went into a little bit of discussion as far as uh, him offering up his two daughters and why that may have been the case, what have you, but Lot offers up his two daughters um, for, to them, but they pretty much rejected that and wanted the the visitors anyhow um, so that kind of brings us up to speed as far as where we're at within the first eight verses uh, and we'll get on into verse nine uh, but any thoughts or comments that I might have left out there uh, one thing that I do want to, to to make sure that we remember was the fact that in verse one that Lot was sitting at the gate um, and, and the importance of the gate at this time period on how that this was the uh, uh, pretty much the, the place where, where uh, prominent members of the town would sit at uh, whether it be that and we went to, to discussion when we was going over uh, the first part of this chapter here on how that it could be that Lot was, was some type of uh, politician that he might have been some kind of a, of a judge or what have you within the town so he he held some kind of a high position within the town. And I want to point that out because of what we're about to see here in just a minute uh, and how that they treat him after he pretty much tells them to go away, you know, not to have these visitors. But there's none. Let's get on into verse 9. And we're going to read verses 9 through 11 and then talk about that. 
Verse 9, it says, and they said, stand back. Now, the, keep it in mind, this was a um, lot had went out to, to, uh, to the, to, went outside the house and was speaking to the men of the town. And this they here is the men of the town speaking towards, speaking to Lot. And it says, and they said, stand back. Then they said, this one came in to stay here and he keeps acting as a judge. Now we will deal worse with him, with you than with them. So they pressed hard against the man, Lot, and came near to break down the door. But the men reached out their hands and pulled Lot into the house with them and shut the door. And they struck the men who were at the doorway of the house with blindness, both small and great, and that, so that they <clears throat> became weary trying to find the door. All right. So... The reason why I was wanting to point out so bad that Lot was sitting at the gate and how that this was typically a, a, a position where you're sitting at the gate of, of some kind of a high or prominent uh, figure of the, of the community here in this town is because here in verse 9, they basically look at him and say, you ain't nothing but a, somebody that just came in and, and traveled into here. You don't, you're not from here. You're not even one of us. And here you are trying to make it be a judge in between it, towards us. Uh, so basically, they're just knocking him down, saying, hey, "You know, because you ain't giving us what you what we want, we're we're you know, we're just gonna throw you down and, and and treat you like trash." In the in the aspect that you know, here we're gonna deal worse with you now than what we were gonna do with the visitors uh, to begin with. So I mean, they're just tearing him down and, and it just wasn't going to be a good situation for Lot anymore uh, but thankfully uh, as we as we know that these are angels that, uh, that Lot was uh, had in the house and so they they open up the door and they pull him back in and instruct the, the crowd with blindness um, any thoughts or comments here in this, in this aspect yes Eric right <clears throat> and you know that's that's interesting that you bring that up because it wasn't until <clears throat> when uh, when we took a group to soar a few weeks ago uh, they had like an adult class which uh, which I mean this is the third year that, that that I've gone and this was the first year they actually had an adult class which I thought was pretty awesome and it was the adult class had talked about uh, they were basically talking about uh, uh, get name of it but ultimately they were talking about homosexuality they were talking about um, the different aspects there as far as trying to reach out towards them and to show them the truth and but he had brought up that aspect as far as how that uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> ultimately the the uh, <laughs> the homosexual community <clears throat> will try to or like you said, the gay Christians, uh, so to speak, will try to point out different aspects and, and flip things around. Uh, and that was the first I'd heard of that, though, as far as how they're, they're trying to point out that that the sin of Sodom was uh, <clears throat> a lack of hospitality. Uh, <clears throat> and now, as far as this, as far as homosexual homosexuality being the the uh, 
only sin that they had. I don't believe that was the case. There was many other sins that I'm sure that that Sodom had that was condemned um, as well. Uh, But this was just all uh, coming together at at a head here. But obviously, like you said, we do have homosexuality in here. Uh, But I do want to, to point out that there's other sins going along with this. And uh, there was some scripture that I was meaning to pull up. I've been so bogged down in trying to get other things done at the same time, I, I haven't had uh, as much time to pull those out as I wanted to, so I apologize for that. But, um, <clears throat> but yes, there is other, but homosexuality is definitely pointed out uh, clearly here, but there's also other sins that I know that, that there was involved. Did I see another hand over here? And that's a good point. I didn't think about it in that aspect as far as, you know, what kind of blindness, you know, might have been here. But that is very true, Mike, you know, when you think about it in that standpoint as far as, you know, here I am trying to do this. I've got a man saying, no, don't do this. And then suddenly I'm blind, but then yet I'm still working so hard to get to that door. Uh, I don't know which one was first, Karen and then Jeff, I guess. Absolutely where their desires were just overcoming so hard that, that they just couldn't think of anything else. Um, but I really debated on bringing this up as far as the blindness goes, though. Uh, the word blindness here uh, in, in verse 11 is only used uh, one other time, and that's over in Second Kings, uh, Kings chapter 6 <clears throat> in verse 18. Uh, where Elisha had had prayed uh, to the Lord to strike the Syrian army with blindness, um, and the point and the reason I point that out is because when you read through that 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 context of what's going on there in chapter six of of, of Second Kings, you had the the Syrian army that came up against Elisha ultimately uh, because. Um, can't think, uh, the king or, or what have you there of Syria had was going to attack Israel at a certain spot, and and it talks about how that the, the the man of the Lord or or what have you ultimately referring to Elisha here uh, went and told the king of Israel says don't go anywhere near here, uh, and apparently the. The king of Syria had was gotten upset about it and, and basically went to his servants and servants told him, says, you know, it wasn't none of us that told. It was Elijah over here. He, he hears the things that you say in your bedroom. Ultimately, you know, God's telling him what, what's being said and he's telling the king of Israel. And so there's an army that built up around the city. Uh, I think it was Dothan that... Uh, Elisha was staying at here and it talks about how that Elisha, and now keep in mind this is an army it says it surrounded the city and it says Elisha had prayed uh, that the Lord struck them with blindness but yet Elisha led those people all the way to uh, Samaria into the city of Samaria and it talks about how the king there because and then he prayed that they that the Lord opened his eye, opened their eyes, and, and they opened their eyes, and they saw they were at, and they were afraid. And then the king was like, "What shall I do? Shall I kill him? <laughs> you know, here, here you are. You bring the enemy into me, and, and you know what? What shall I do? Shall I kill him?" 
Uh, but my point in saying all that, though, was the blindness that he struck uh, the, the, the uh, Syrian army here apparently was, was some kind of a blindness that they were able to see to some extent, but they're more or less they were confused of what was going on, of, of where they were going or where they were at. Um, and so, but I, I tried to, to think about that and read about that and then uh, uh, put it into here. So ultimately, I'm not 100% sure what, what the blindness here is, whether or not it was a physical blindness and they just couldn't see, or whether or not that the, it was so much to where they were just confused where they were at and where they were going, but yet still had the same mindset of what they were wanting to do. I don't know. So just thought I'd bring that out there to kind of mud the waters a little bit, I guess. But anyhow, I, I thought it was interesting, and like I said, I really debated on sharing that with you, but since y'all brought up the blindness, I thought I'd share it. Right, and kind of goes back to what Jim had made mention, you know, like when you, when you have a really bright light flash in front of you and you, and you can see something, but just not very clearly, you know, but I don't know, maybe that was the case, I'm not sure, but anyhow, any other thoughts or comments there? All right, very good. <clears throat> well, let's look at starting in verse 12 and going on down to verse 14. Uh, it says, Then the men said to Lot, Have you anyone else here? Son-in-law, your sons, your daughters, and whomever you have in the city, take them out of this place, for we will destroy this place, because the outcry against them has grown so great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law, who had married his daughters, and said, get up, get out of this place, for the Lord will destroy the city. But the sons-in-law, but to his sons-in-law, uh, he seemed to be joking. All right, so here, <clears throat> we like it, <clears throat> and I had pulled up this verse earlier in the text, talking about how that we have the, the heavenly uh, uh, angels here, making mention of, of Lot having uh, sons-in-law, sons, and daughters <clears throat> whom would have been in this place with them and telling them to get them all up out of this place uh, because they were going to be destroyed. And we'd also made mention of, the, of, of chapter 14. And, uh, and now I've got, I've, I read out of the New King James, and I know the King James as well says... Uh, who had married his daughter, daughters? Some of the versions, I think the, I think NIV. I could be wrong. Did the NIV say uh, uh, who were to marry his daughters? And verse, it says that. Um, and I think another version says that as well. It, it goes off of you, know, the aspect that these were sons, of, the sons and laws of the daughters that he had in his house. Um. But I brought up the aspect that it is very possible, and now we don't have this you know, written in stone, and you know, you're more than welcome to disagree with me, but it's very possible that uh, Lot would have had sons, more than two daughters, uh, it, who would have already been married and had these sons-in-laws as well, which I wanted to also point out in verse 15. I didn't want to read the whole verse yet, but... In verse 15, towards the end of it, 
uh, at least in the New King James, it says, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters who are here. Um, making mention or making it sound like that he might have had more than two daughters as well because he's speaking of the daughters that he has with him right here in this possession. Um, so it could be that he had more uh, children, I guess you could say, that were in the city uh, that was not within his house. But I also wanted to point out the aspect that his sons-in-laws uh, thought that he was joking around and said, ah, this old man, he don't know what he's talking about. You know, just showing uh, as well as, as far as the the influence that Lot may have had on the on this place, which apparently wasn't a whole lot if his sons-in-laws wasn't even listening to him. I would have to think so. I, I'd wondered that myself and uh, because it, you know, you go back and you read it, it talks about all the men of the city from every quarter uh, surrounded the house, uh, young and old alike. Um, they were all there, so I'm assuming that his sons-in-laws were out there in the streets uh, doing the same thing. I don't, like I said, I'm just going off of what the scripture says, so that's, that's the only thing I can think of as well. But we also see, uh, when, when we look at these the, the scriptures that we just read as well, that uh, apparently there wasn't at least ten righteous souls within the city because Lot can't even get uh, uh, his own sons-in-laws to go with him. But yet, uh, uh, yet just basically, as we'll see in just a minute, him, his wife, and his two daughters, uh, which we'll see a little bit later what happens to his wife, but just thought there. So, I mean, obviously, uh, the city had been completely corrupt. Um, but any other thoughts or comments before we keep moving? Right. Man, we're we doing good today. Uh, well, let's look at verses 15 through 17. It says, When the morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Rise, take your wife, your two daughters who are with you, or who are here, <clears throat> lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. And while he lingered, the men took hold of his hand, his wife's hand, and the hands of his two daughters, <clears throat> the Lord being merciful to him. <clears throat> the Lord being merciful to him, and they brought him out and set him outside the city. So it came to pass when... <clears throat> When they had brought him outside, that he said, "Escape for your life! Do not look, do not look behind you, nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed." Here we have uh, uh, the angels had told Lot, "says Get whoever you have in this city and get out, for we're going to destroy it." And so, in verse fifteen, we see that the angels had to go to him again and say, look, you need to get out of here. I mean, seriously, you've got to get out. <clears throat> and literally took him, his wife, and his daughters by the hands, and I'm almost seeing them dragging them out of the city, saying, get out, go, or it's you're going to be consumed in this destruction. <clears throat> Which made me, in, in, in this thought, though, as I was thinking about this and, and Prepared for this, it made me think, you know, towards the beginning or, or at the end of chapter 18 when 
the Lord had, had told Abraham what he was going to do as far as how that he was going to go, how these angels were going to go down into the city. And we don't know exactly what all was told to him because that's not written down. But to some extent, the Lord must have told him that these angels were going to go down into the city and, and, and check it out, basically, and see what was going on. And I had made the question back then, you know, why is it that the Lord really needed to go down there and see it for himself? <clears throat> but when I thought about this aspect here, maybe this is why. Maybe this is why the Lord had to send angels. Not so much so that he could see it for himself, but to show Lot how evil this place really was and to ultimately get him out. Because, I mean, if you've got angels sitting right there in front of you telling you, get out right after this event happened, and you're still lingering around in the town... You think just a, a message from God was going to do it? They had to drag him out of the town. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, as we'll see in just a minute, he, he even didn't even want to go where they told him to go. Absolutely. Very good points. Uh, thank you, Jim, for pointing that out as far as the progression there uh, that, that Lot had. Any other thoughts or comments so up to this point? You're talking about uh, with Lot dragging them out taking them by the hand and leading them out. I mean, they might have needed it. You, you're talking about needing it for, like, safety's sake? Maybe, but they were struck with blindness, and he'd already went and spoke to his sons-in-laws. I mean, I don't... And it could have been, like I had made mention, I mean, like I said, you're more than welcome to disagree with me, but it could have been that he had other children still there. And he was trying to get them out, and he was like, man, I don't want to leave my other kids here. They don't, you know, let, let me get them out. You know, and, and maybe that's why, but ultimately he had a draw to the city. He had a love to that city, and he did not want to leave. They had to literally force him out of that city. All right, well, we got time for the next set of verses. Um, yes, so 18 through 22. <clears throat> then Lot said to them, Please know, my lords, keeping in mind he told them, the, the angels told him to flee to the mountains. He says, please know, my lords, indeed, your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have increased your mercy, which you have shown, shown me by saving my life. But I cannot escape to the mountains, lest some evil overtake me, and I die. See now this city near enough to flee to, and it is a, it is a little one. Please let me escape there. <clears throat> is it not a little one? And my soul shall live there. And, and he said to, the, to him, See, I have favored you concerning this thing also, and that I will not overthrow this city for which you have spoken. Hurry, escape there, for I cannot do anything until you arrive there. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zor. Okay, so... Like we may mention of, even after being drug out of the city and being told to flee to the mountains, here we have him once again asking for even more mercy, uh, 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 wanting them to allow him to flee to a smaller city uh, named Zor, which it, when you're reading this and you're keeping it, you're in, keeping in mind what all is being said here, this was a city that was also going to be overthrown along with Sodom and Gomorrah. For you look at verse 21, and it 
and, and the angel speaking back to Lot says, See, I have, found, I have favored you concerning this thing also, and that I will not overthrow this city for which you have spoken. And if we look at chapter, there is ultimately, if you count Zor, would have been five cities that would have been overthrown here. All right? We always speak of Sodom and Gomorrah, but there was two others that was overthrown. In Deuteronomy chapter 29 and verse 23 says, uh, and it's making reference to Sodom and Gomorrah and these other two, but at the beginning part of 23, so I didn't want to get you too confused here. It says, the whole land is brimstone, salt, and burning. It is, it is not sown, nor does it bear, nor does, it, does any grass grow there. Like the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah, Adamea, and Zeboim, Zeboim, Z-E-B-O-I-M, which the Lord overthrew in his anger and his wrath. And in Jude chapter 1 and verses 7 and 8 says, As Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in in a similar manner, these have given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise, these dreamers defile the flesh, reject authority, and speak evil of dignitaries. Um, basically, the, the point I was trying to get out of, of, of Jude there is the first part of chapter se- of verse 7 there, um, which I said chapter 1 like there was multiple chapters. But, uh, but anyhow, Jude... 7 says, you know, as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them. Uh, so it wasn't just Sodom and Gomorrah. There was ultimately five cities that was going to be destroyed, but he escaped, but Lot wanted to escape the Zor. Uh, speaking of how the, it was a small city, uh, and the angels even said, yes, you know, we will not overthrow this city because you want to escape there ultimately. So I thought that was kind of interest uh, as well, so. Any thoughts or comments on that? All right. So the word Zor means small. <coughs> I honestly, I didn't even look into what other aspects of, uh, Zor would have had as far as different uh, places there. But that's interesting, though, that it was mentioned uh, within Moses's death as well. Do you have something else, Jim? But it, keeping that in mind, though, as far as you're know, thinking about how that God was going was destroying multiple cities uh, for at the same time here. It also points back to, well, these angels came to Sodom, which was where Lot was at, you know, to protect Lot, to get Lot out, in a sense. You know, he didn't have angels in all the other cities doing the same thing. It was just in the one Lot was at, which I find you know, interesting and in, in, like I said, in my head as I was going through this again and really thinking about it, I, it is, in my mind, I'm thinking that it's very possible that that's the reason why the Lord sent angels to Sodom was more so to protect Lot and to get him out. Absolutely, the love and the mercy that the Lord showed uh, towards Lot and Abraham, for that matter, because as we'll see later on, that it makes mention of how that for Abraham's sake, uh, the Lord spared Lot. Uh, but yes, he he showed tons of mercy towards him and and showed the love towards him as well. Uh, well, I'm sure they were because that's right. Well, 
the Moabites came from, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong in that. Yeah, the Moabites was uh, the, the children of Lot and his older daughter there. So, all right, well, my time is up. So we'll stop right there and we'll pick up verse 23 next week. Thank you for all your attention and comments.